Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Welcome to Almost Famous, the podcast about fame with me, Barnaby Slater. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you haven't already, please do subscribe or follow the podcast and leave us a rating and comment in Apple Podcasts if that's where you're listening. Also, do give us a follow on Instagram at AlmostFamousThePodcast and on Twitter at PodAlmostFamous. In Series 5 of the show, I'm bringing you daily episodes called 15 Minutes of Fame, where I read out some of the most honest and controversial stories that celebrities have ever told. In today's episode, legendary Ryder Cup winning golfer Ian Poulter doesn't hold back when talking about some of the run-ins he's had down the years with Ryder Cup teammate and former European number 1 Colin Monty Montgomery. Hope you enjoy it. Monty reacted badly to the fact that I'd rung Faldo to let him know of my decision about not playing Glen Eagles. He said I was the only one of the European players to have a hotline to Faldo, and he suggested that the reason I wasn't playing in Scotland was that I had already been tipped off that I was going to get one of the Ryder Cup wildcards. That started a war of words between us in the media. He has got enough work to do this week to try to make the side himself, I told a press conference in Boston when I heard Monty's accusation about the hotline. He should just be getting his head down and trying to play good golf. Monty had a go, straight back from Glen Eagles. It's nice to be told what to do by one so young and one so inexperienced, he said. The idea that I'd already been given the nod is bullshit. That is flat out bullshit. Even now, some people still persist with that garbage. Well, they can say what they want, write what they want, but I'm happy to take a lie detector test to prove them all wrong. It's bollocks. I would quite happily say if Faldo had given me the nod, I will say it again, there was no nod given. Monty and I had history. He was the captain of the Great Britain and Ireland team at the Seve Trophy at Wynard Hall in 2005, and on the first morning of that competition, we had a big argument. I hadn't played well in the morning and Nick Doherty and I had lost our four ball to Thomas Bjorn and Henrik Stenson. We had been the first match out and as soon as our defeat was confirmed, I just wanted to get straight out onto the practice range, which was fairly close to the 18th green, and try to fix some of the faults that had just cost me and the team that morning. I was annoyed about how badly I had played and I wanted to get my head down and do some work so that I could play better the following day. So, after a couple of the other matches had finished, I went over to the range and started hitting some balls. The last match of the day was a tight contest between Podrick Harrington and Paul McGinley and Jean-Francois Ramesi and Thomas LeVay. Monty and some of the other GB and Ireland players were waiting by the 18th green as the game reached its conclusion. The match went the wrong way and Ramesi and LeVay sealed it on the last. 
Monty's reaction was to come stomping up to the range and start having a go at me. He said I should have been by the 18th with him and the rest of the team, supporting Harrington and McGinley. He got himself in a real lather. He was having a right pop. I was bemused. It wasn't like I was sitting there having a beer or something. Fuck off, I said. I'm working. I know you're captain, but I'm actually working for your benefit here. I want to hit some balls to better myself, to better the team score so I can come out and play better tomorrow. And you're having a pop at me. Go and have a pop at one of the others by the green who lost this morning and who didn't fancy going to hit some balls. Don't have a pop at me. I'm doing my thing. For you, I'm doing my thing. And you're having a dig at me. We both went at it in a fairly forthright manner. That can happen with Monty, and it can happen with me. He was throwing his toys out of his pram, which he does sometimes. But that doesn't mean he and I are sworn enemies. Actually, I think that most of the time, I've got a great relationship with him. Look, Monty's Monty. I've got massive respect for him. He's an unbelievably good golfer, a Ryder Cup captain. Everything he's done in the game, I've got respect for it. But like I say, Monty's Monty, and I'm me. It's no secret that sometimes he's miserable and sometimes he's stroppy. He'll say that himself. He won't mind me saying it. Well, he might, but that's fine. I don't care. He's been stroppy and moody. He's Monty. That's what makes him a fun character. Everybody knows, one minute he's great, the next minute he's a bit moody. I've not had proper run-ins with him. I don't count what happened at the Seve Trophy as a proper run-in. It was just silly because he was having a pop at me when I was working. If I'd been sitting doing naff all, then he would have been entitled to have a go. But in that instance, I felt I was well within my rights to tell him to foxtrot Oscar. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at Burrow.com slash ACAST. That's Burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. 
If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. We had had another little spat a few months before the controversy about my hotline to Faldo blew up too. We were in the same group at the European Open at the London Golf Club in Kent in July. And we were on a par four. There was a water hazard at a 290-yard runout. Unbelievably to me, Monty pulled a driver out of the bag and hit the driver through the fairway into the water. He proceeded to make five or six, or whatever. Then he was whinging and moaning all the way down the next hole. He's hit driver on a par four. It was just stupid. I mean, it was a lovely drive. It was just that it went straight in the water. He was frustrated, so he vented at a cameraman for nothing in particular. I made a gesture then to signify, here we go, Monty's going off on one, yapping and moaning, and the cameras picked it up and Monty didn't like it. That was Monty's hot and cold for you. That's what you get with him sometimes. When he said the stuff about me having a hotline to Faldo, it was because he was worried he wasn't going to get picked, and it just ended up with us having a few games of tennis back and forth in the papers. He's on one side of the pond, I'm on the other. I didn't go back to Glen Eagles to play when he thought I should be there. But Monty's got such a tight connection with Glen Eagles that he believes everybody should be back there playing because it benefits the tournament. But it would have been better if he'd caught his breath and remembered that everyone has their own schedules for a reason. I didn't hold any of that against him, and I don't think he harbours any grudges against me. Monty's open, I'm open. He's honest, I'm honest. He has a private club background and I don't. But for what he's done in golf, for being an eight-time Order of Merit winner and winning a boatload of tournaments and having a great Ryder Cup record, I've got massive respect for him. He can be frustrating, but I'm sure I can be frustrating too. He knows me well enough to tell me to sod off if the mood takes him, and I can tell him to sod off if he's getting on my nerves. You would only be able to do that if you know someone pretty well. With us, the friction disappears as quickly as it flares up. There were some stories, after the team had been announced, that Monty and I had a stand-up row in Zuma, the Japanese restaurant in Knightsbridge that's my favourite place to eat in London. There was even some suggestion that we had to be pulled apart because the argument was getting physical. That was absolute nonsense. I was with Katie, Monty was with his wife, and we wished each other all the best. It was very civil. The idea that there was a row was a fantasy. By then, we had learned our fates as far as getting into Faldo's side for Valhalla was concerned. Monty didn't make it, and when I arrived in Boston to play the Deutsche Bank, I still had no idea whether I was going to make it. My mind was all over the place that week. After all that, I missed the cut in Boston, and all that was left was to wait for Faldo's decision. I was staying at the Omni Hotel in downtown Providence, Rhode Island, and I'd wandered over to the adjoining shopping mall with Katie and my mum, who had been out watching me that week. I was going stir-crazy waiting for the decision, so I just wanted to get out of the room. I saw an Indian stall at the food court and I thought, fuck it, I'll have a curry. I'd had one mouthful of my curry and my mobile started to ring. It was Faldo. I got up and started pacing around. Ian, he said. Nick, I said. How are you? he asked. I'll tell you in a minute, I said. Faldo, like a lot of other people, used to make fun of me for looking like Rodney, the character from Only Fools and Horses. Rodney was my nickname at school, actually. And now, Faldo started doing his best Del Boy impersonation. Ian, he said, get your coat. You're coming to the Ryder Cup. I turned to my mum and gave her the thumbs up. She started crying. 
Well, despite him being a huge Arsenal fan, I've actually always really liked Ian Poulter. He's forthright, wears his heart on his sleeve, and has a level of competitive edge, particularly in team golf, that is, in my opinion, absolutely unparalleled in the history of the sport. Colin Montgomery was undoubtedly an immensely talented player, but he does always carry with him a slight air of being better than everyone else, which, for a player who never won a major, despite his incredible Ryder Cup record, never sat quite right with me. But, to be fair, I was only ever watching from home, so I could be completely wrong and could be the loveliest man alive. Let me know your thoughts on Ian Poulter and Colin Montgomery and any of these episodes of 50 Minutes of Fame in the Apple Podcast comment section or by posting to our social media, Instagram at Almost Famous the Podcast and Twitter at Pod Almost Famous. Please do subscribe and rate the podcast on Apple Podcasts too. And check out my other podcast, It's Your Funeral, a lighthearted look into the most important day of our guests' afterlives and give it a follow on Insta at pod it's your funeral thanks for listening and remember there'll be a brand new episode of almost famous's 15 minutes of fame every weekday thanks a lot goodbye imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt now imagine them getting even softer over time that's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.